Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys already know how obsessed I am with therapy. I talk about it all the time on this podcast about how I have two therapists and how I go to therapy every single week. Well, I've been going to therapy for years, but once 2020 hit, the year of chaos for all of us, I really needed extra support. And BetterHelp has really been there to guide me through these chaotic times. Uh, I've been dealing with anxiety, depression, and I also have been in this recovery space for disordered eating and just a host of other issues. So BetterHelp will assess your needs and, uh, and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, so all you have to do is you take a a quick online quiz, you answer some questions about what you're going through, what kind of therapist you're looking for, and you can literally write in the answers, I am looking for this kind of therapist, I am looking for an expert in this field. That's what I did, and they matched me with a therapist who has tons of experience with eating disorders, trauma, and depression. And to be honest, I love my therapist so much. She's probably my favorite therapist I've ever had. And I've been through like a variety of therapists over the years. Me and her really hit it off. And even if you don't hit it off with your therapist right away, because let's be real, finding a therapist can honestly feel like you're dating. Don't worry, you can always change therapists as many times as you need. No questions asked, no charge or anything like that. So you can always change your therapist and then get matched with a new one that day. So BetterHelp uh, is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is literally professional counseling done securely online. And what I love about BetterHelp is that they have a journal feature. So if you're going through something challenging through the week and you don't have an appointment until, let's say, next week, you can write a journal entry. It's all online. It's secure. And if you'd like, you can share that journal entry with your therapist so that they are on the same page. They're caught up. They know exactly what you're going through. They know whatever triggers you've been dealing with over the week. And what's awesome about BetterHelp, too, is that your therapist will respond. So you can actually communicate with your therapist in between your your sessions. So it's not like you only get, get to talk to your therapist once a week. You can check in with them frequently in between your sessions. You can catch them up to date. You can kind of communicate with them every day if you wanted to. And the online journal feature is really nice for folks who are new to journaling or just need that extra support. So communicating with your therapist more frequently could really benefit you if you're going through a rough time. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional 
offline counseling and financial aid is available if you are struggling right now. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's better H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. And you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You deserve the support. You deserve the healing. And you are not alone. There are so many people who are struggling with severe anxiety, depression, trauma, all of these things, and you don't need to suffer in silence anymore. So visit betterhelp.com slash vibe for a discount on your first month of online therapy. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. And that discount code will get you 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. Okay, here we go. Um, Welcome back to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and this is kind of new because you might be watching this on YouTube. Uh, If you're not, then just keep doing what you're doing. You're just listening to the podcast audio, same thing as always. The reason why I am doing a video version of the podcast is because the other day I posted a lot about um, somatic anxiety and how the collective is kind of feeling like we're all going through the same kind of shifts in our body, which is a lot of anxiety, a lot of unsettled energy, a lot of discomfort, and a lot of like uncertain kind of energy and thoughts. And when I posted this in my stories, it was just me doing videos while I was sitting outside I got so many messages from you guys saying how much you resonated that it really, really kind of hit me. And I was like, okay, wow, like this is really crazy because I usually don't get that many messages. Like, but the, the fact that I got so many from you guys saying that you were feeling the same exact thing that I was, it makes me feel like the work that I'm doing is really, um, tapped in right now to spirit or source And I got to be honest, my life right now is uh, pretty, like, not lonely, but like, it's just me and my roommate. And I, she's the only person that I kind of spend time with at this point. So it's just me and the two cats. So that's, that's my life is just taking care of my two cats. So we, we just rescued a kitten uh, two weeks ago and 
that's been my life for the past two weeks is just trying to get my cat, Nar, who's three and a half years old, to not kill this kitten. Right now they're sleeping, but they go wild. They run around the apartment. They play with each other, but he gets kind of aggressive at times, so it's kind of felt like I have been, I've been trying to monitor them as much as possible and it's just a lot. So I've been kind of exhausted and my life is just therapy, group Zoom meetings and these cats and going to the grocery store and hiking. So that's literally my life uh, in a nutshell. And with that said, I spend a lot of time uh, alone, a lot of time reflecting, a lot of time in nature, a lot of time journaling, writing, in group meetings, in therapy meetings. So I'm really deep in the trenches of my inner work. And I feel like the fact that I'm deep in the trenches is the fact that I can um, connect to messages deeper. I get messages every day from spirit or whatever you want to call it, um, epiphanies. So I have a lot of notes that I'm going to go through so I, I can make this as clear and focused as I can. Um, but the reason why I'm doing the video is because a lot of you guys said in your DMs that uh, that you'd like more videos, that um, you felt some kind of energy transfer when you were watching my stories. And I just found that to be really interesting because the reason why I do the podcast um, just audio is because I feel like I get my point across pretty fine with just audio, but for some reason, I think people connect just very on a deeper level when when you can watch somebody. Um, and even if you're like walking around your apartment, just like having that video there is really nice and comforting and it just takes it up a level um, with connectivity. So, I mean, same thing goes for podcasts. I mean, Joe Rogan, uh, you know, his podcast does amazing and now he's on Spotify and they even figured out how to embed the video on Spotify, which is amazing. I mean, it's it's really cool that they did that, but let's get right into this. So I'll start with what I spoke about the other day on my stories. I was saying that everybody is starting to feel this energy in the solar plexus and the sacral chakra. So the solar plexus is in the stomach. Sacral chakra is a little bit below where your reproductive organs are. These two chakras hold a lot of uh, creativity, um, balance, focus, uh, manifestation. And these these two energy channels in the body, in my opinion, are the most challenging to kind of navigate because you don't know sometimes if it's anxiety or excitement or joy because you might feel it in the pit of your stomach. You might feel it in your solar plexus chakra and you're like, oh, what is that? Like, is that fear? Is that anxiety? Is that excitement? So it's really hard to decipher all of those energies. And it just got to the point where I was like, oh my God, like it, it felt like I was on the top of a roller coaster and that feeling you get when you're at the top and your body knows exactly what's going to happen. So your, your stomach kind of drops before you even go down the roller coaster. That's what I was feeling. And I'm not alone. So I think that there is a lot of uncertain energy. And what I'm trying to get across in this podcast episode is that 
we can really mistake our energies and our feelings because the body really really registers a lot of things going on around us as like just a few emotions you know it doesn't have a broad spectrum like our mind does our body is just like fear or are you okay are you safe or are you gonna die so it's like survival mode is like so quick to like turn on fight or flight mode is so ready to turn on just to save your your body and to make sure that you stay alive So when we feel these little bursts of joy or excitement or anxiety or panic, um, it's really important to connect to the body and to, to, if, if everything is okay around you, maybe one little thing triggered you into having that, that anxiety ridden thought or that panic attack thought. But the practice that's been helping me a lot is by really reminding myself, reminding my body like, hey, everything is okay. Um, You're actually safe, um, but maybe something that somebody said or a situation or a memory has reactivated your body and has sent you um, to a past trauma that is still stuck in your body. So when you have a memory um, it can activate a part of your body that you're holding that tension in. And this actually um, flows right into this next thing that I wanted to get into, which is seasonal PS- PSD, PTSD, sorry. Um, so seasonal depression, we all know what that is, you know. But seasonal PTSD is something that I've been learning a lot about. And it's not a term that's like thrown out a lot because it's like either you have PTSD or you don't, you know, but it doesn't have to be a big trauma or a a small trauma, like trauma is trauma. Um, So I'm just going to kind of like go through what seasonal PTSD is to me. Um, So a lot of somatic energy, emotional triggers are they have to do with the past obviously because PTSD has to do with trauma that has already occurred and instead of us actually moving through it and um, healing from it it's stored in the body because the body is very resilient and our mind wants to move on with our lives but the body is the sponge that the trauma is you know absorbed into So when we go through the season changes and, you know, for me, it's it's autumn, it's fall and winter where I get activated because I guess a lot of the trauma that I've been through in my life just happens to be in those months. It doesn't mean that I haven't been through any trauma in spring and summer, but for some reason in spring and summer, um, those traumas didn't stick as much in my body which is interesting because there are some big traumas that have occurred in spring and summer, but in these months of autumn and winter, that's when my, when my body is activated. So when these season changes and you're in the season where that trauma occurred, you will automatically feel like you are back in that phase of your life and that season of your life Uh, when the trauma occurred, even if your life is completely different, which it probably is, you're probably, you know, maybe in a better relationship than that trauma, or maybe you're living in a safer spot than you were when that trauma occurred. Um, 
but the body doesn't really know that, you know, your mind knows that and your mind knows that, you know, maybe you're better off financially. Maybe you uh, have done a lot of healing this year and maybe you feel a lot better with where you're at in your life. Maybe you've manifested a lot. Like for me, I am, I've manifested a lot, you know, this kitten came into our lives. I manifested my roommate, who I, I really get along with, which is completely new for me because every roommate that I've ever had has come with a host of issues and trauma. And this actually ties in perfectly to what I'm talking about because for me, in fall and winter, I get activated. And it just seems like every fall and winter, there's some kind of trauma occurring. So last year around this time, I was living in Philly and I was living with uh, roommates who really just uh, did not respect my boundaries. I felt disrespected from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep. Um, I did talk a lot about it on the podcast um, last year. So if you want to tune into those episodes, go for it. But I don't really want to repeat myself because this is going to be a shorter episode today. So what happens when the season changes, even though I'm in California right now? The weather is completely different. It's actually hot here. It still feels like summer. Um, But when I was living in Philly this time last year, of course, the seasons are actually changing and whatever. So this just goes to show you that it doesn't matter about the weather either. Um, The body knows and can pick up on the seasons changing, whether you're in Hawaii or Alaska or you're in the the southern hemisphere or the northern hemisphere, Um, the body keeps the score, right? That that book, The Body Keeps the Score. Um, so it doesn't matter what the weather is. And when the seasons change and October rolls around, September, October, um, this year I was like, oh, wow, like I'm getting activated and I'm getting all these memories flooding my head about how challenging it was last year. And then I, I start to go down this rabbit hole of, of thoughts of where I was this time last year, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, I I was, you know, in my sobriety journey. I was going to Dharma recovery meetings. I was deeply, deeply depressed. I was um, putting together my modern meditations workshops. I was in my dark night of the soul. Uh, I was in the midst of my eating disorder, like a new layer of my eating disorder was manifesting and it really, really sucked. I was basically just hiding in my room with my cat and then I would go and teach yoga and I would go to meetings and then I would like walk home and it was just like the most dark and lonely time of my life and I didn't feel safe in my house. I didn't feel welcome. Um, The house in general was old and it was cold and it was dirty and it nobody took care of it and the roommates were um, very, very toxic people. And I know that we're all toxic. I'm toxic. You're toxic. We all have toxic energy in us. And I think that's something that people don't realize and we throw away, throw, throw the word around toxic. Um, I know that I have things that I need to change about myself as well. And I'm, I'm really trying. I'm really trying. Um, and that's what this episode is kind of about as well about um, processing our emotions and our trauma and not letting our reactions take the best of us and fuck everything up around our around our lives, even when it's going well. So that's self-sabotage, and it's hard to get out of that loop sometimes. Um, but this activation of seasonal PTSD has made me realize how important it is to 
reconnect with our body and keep reminding the body, hey, you're actually safe. You're in a completely different place now, mentally, physically, spiritually. You've come a long way. So with that said, I feel like something that I've been focusing on, and I know that the collective is kind of focusing on this as well, is optimism and allowing ourselves to connect to an energy of optimism and allow ourselves to experience joy, but to not get that mixed up with um, expectation. So I'm looking at my notes right now just to make sure that I'm staying on track. Um, I think that, so I've been doing a lot of listening to Dharma talks and Buddhism talks and whatever. And the whole thing with Buddhism is to not attach to an emotion, to a reaction, to an outcome, to an expectation. Uh, Don't expect something of someone. Don't attach to the good and blissful and happy times because then that just is going to mean that you're going to suffer because then you're going to attach to that when things go shitty. Um, and then if you attach to the moments that are bad and, and you know, something shit's hitting the fan and it's, it's, your life is not going that great, um, if you attach to those moments, then you're not able to cultivate um, optimism and joy and um, seeing the silver linings and things. So it's about finding that neutrality balance and not leaning on too much of one side. And it's really, really challenging because at some point, you know, during the spiritual journey, it's like, okay, well, what can I be excited about? If, if Buddhism is all about non-attachment. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I go on, when I do my therapy sessions. 
it's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, this is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, Whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's better h e l p dot com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Because attachment equals suffering. Um and finding and and being excited about things this is something that really confuses me even right now this is what I'm working through is um if I'm excited about something is that setting myself up to have an expectation 
and having expectations is leading to suffering and a letdown, you know, a, a energetic come down, what Christine Hassler calls it, um, the expectation hangover. And it's true because when you have expectations, you're bound to be let down if they don't live up to your expectation, the situation, the experience, the person, yourself. So it's about finding this neutral balance of, yes, like we can be excited about things, but like don't get too excited about things. And then when things go wrong, don't like let yourself get buried in that that suffering because things are going to change in a few minutes or tomorrow or next week so it's about finding that duality and that neutral way of living where you don't teeter-totter on on one side too much and that's what helps our emotional reactions kind of stay with the flow of things instead of getting caught up in what's going right and what's going wrong and that control of um, trying to make everything you know go well and I feel like anybody even if you're not suffering with an addiction or an eating disorder or some kind of toxic behavior is that we're all on this quest to feel at ease Um, whether it's reaching for a drink or drugs or you know you're doing a toxic eating disorder behavior or you're working out until you're exhausted or you're lashing out on somebody or you're doing something toxic that you deep down inside know is probably not good for you but for the moment it's actually channeling that anger that frustration that sadness um, into the addiction or into the substance or into the eating disorder into the toxic behavior because that's the channel um, that you are transferring that energy to Um, so we're all on this quest to feel at ease literally we're all on a quest to feel better to feel like things are going smoothly, to feel better in our body, um, to feel like we're on the right path, you know, we're going upward, we're, we're comfortable, we're all on this mission to feel comfortable, and that's why people resort to toxic behaviors, because even though it's toxic for a moment, or for a day, or for a week, Uh, It's bringing them comfort and peace in their body, whether it's feeling high from drugs or feeling high from binging or purging or restricting or working out or whatever it is. There's a rhyme and reason for why we have these toxic cycles and patterns and loops. But if we can get a grasp on the why underneath it all and we can understand ourselves more, um, then we can start to deprogram those programs that are so like settled into our mind and our body and our being because I find myself in these loops you know even though my life is better right now and it's not like that I'm not living with toxic people that I have my life more together quote unquote um I still find myself in these patterns, in these loops, and I'm like, well, why am I doing this? You know, like, and that's when the somatic work comes in. That's when the journaling comes in and writing out why you're safe and writing out all the things that are going really amazing in your life. And this is optimism practice. You know, this is gratitude practice. People call it all different things, but writing it out and like imprinting this into your energy and saying, listen, 
my life is so much better now. These are all the things that are working out. These are all my strengths. These are all the things that are going amazing. And you keep doing that each day. It's going to, to slowly imprint itself into your life. Um, so that's been helping me a lot. And also talking out loud and reminding my body that it's safe. When So last week when the collective was going through this, uh, this energy, this anxiety energy, this panic energy in the solar plexus and the sacral chakra, it was getting to the point where I felt like I was on uppers, like I was on cocaine, but I was like completely sober. And that's not a fun feeling. I mean, I don't think I'll ever do cocaine again in my life. Uh, I've, I've, the last time I did cocaine, I had like cocaine psychosis. This is when I was living in Philly. So, um, you just have to be completely honest with yourself and compare and contrast. What's your life like now? So when these memories and these PTSD memories and thoughts come through, the body is activated for some reason. You know, maybe somebody in your life is activating a memory because they remind you of someone. Or maybe you're in a situation that's kind of similar to a situation that you went through you know, this time last year or years ago, it doesn't matter. Um, maybe the season changes all it takes for you to feel these memories come through. Maybe you are put in, into a scenario that reminds you of a very triggering and traumatic scenario that happened last year or years ago, and then you tense up and your body gets angry and then you're resisting and then you're, you're in fight or flight mode, you're in survival mode, and you feel like you have to fight because somebody's against you. Um, when in reality, everything might be fine, but that one thought just really took you on a loop and you're tripping over it and you're losing yourself to that one thought that might not even be true. Um, one thing that I've realized is that communication is key, especially when you have roommates. Um, I have a lot of trauma around the roommate situation and I have for the last 10 years of my life from living in dorms to living in all these apartments through college and then after college, this is the first time in my life where I feel um, safe. And that doesn't mean that I don't get triggered sometimes because some situations remind me of situations that occurred in my life with other roommates who treated me like shit, who didn't clean up after themselves, who didn't take me seriously, who talked behind my back. Um, that shit sucks. And um, when I feel myself getting activated and feeling like I'm, I'm in danger or um, that one of those situations is going to happen, what I have to do is journal and I have to go for a walk. I need to move. I need to get the energy moving. And this is a huge piece that I wanted to explain with the whole energy thing, with the solar plexus thing and the sacral chakra thing. When we move our body, we are signaling to the body that it's time to move the energy around and alchemize it in a different way. 99.99% of the time when I go for a hike, when I come back, I feel um, energetically drained in a good way. It's like I drained all the toxic energy and the toxic thoughts and the PTSD energy and the trauma energy out of my body, and I filled it up with new thoughts, new ideas. It kind of reframes. I, I step away from 
what I'm feeling and I try to make sense of it and usually my it's my mind that's just going haywire and letting one little thought run wild and create that wildfire in in my mind so moving the body in any way going for a walk going for a jog stretching doing yoga deep breathing just moving your arms up and down or just breathing deep these things are so small and cliche and you've all heard people talk about them but it's like your choices are this if you're having a ptsd moment um seasonal ptsd a memory a flashback you're being triggered would you rather sit there and just let it stick to your body and feel uncomfortable and have a panic attack or would you rather kind of move through it, do something that might feel hard, like go for that run, go for that jog, go for that walk, even if you're feeling like shit, what your options are there. I mean, you could either sit there and feel uncomfortable and let it, you know, if you have that capability of like just closing your eyes and meditating it away, more power to you. Um, If you can't, then your options are go and move or breathe. Anybody can do this. Even if you don't have the capability of going for a walk or a jog, just go outside and put your arms in the air and breathe deep and close your eyes and journal and do anything that you can. I mean, it's the intention that is going to help you get through these challenging moments. Um, I don't want to make this episode too long, but... This is just a test episode with this video stuff going on. So um, I want you to connect to optimism and find that balance of expectation and optimism and allow yourself to cultivate joy because in these moments of PTSD and depression and anxiety, it's really hard for the body to activate and access joy and safety. So the opposite of PTSD and feeling these crazy, um, uncomfortable emotions is safety. So you want to keep reminding your body and your mind that you are safe. Even if you feel uncomfortable, um, you can alchemize that energy and use the tools you have to transform that energy, even if it's just a little tweak. Um, I like to use this this analogy. When, when, people, when people are on acid, LSD, the littlest things can, can change your mood. You know, one moment you're like having a bad trip and the next moment somebody gives you a, a glass of water and then your entire energy changes and it's like your entire world has opened up and it's like that small little thing just changed your entire world so ask yourself during those moments when you're feeling panicky and anxiety ridden and depressed and triggered and angry and like you just your blood is boiling what can you do to remind your body and your mind that you're actually safe What can you do to cultivate safety? Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Do you need to go for a walk? Are you breathing? Are you holding your breath? Um, What can you do? Text a friend, call a friend, go to a meeting. There's so many free meetings online on Zoom. I will put them in the show notes. Um, So it's about cultivating what works for you. You have a big toolbox, I'm sure, because you listen to this podcast, you're into self-development, you're into self-growth, 
and self-betterment. So I challenge you to um, figure out how to connect to your body and allow yourself to cultivate safety. Even in these moments of where you're feeling it in your solar plexus, you feel that that energy in your pit of your stomach. Um, move it around. Get out in the sun. Breathe. Move. And if none of that works, you can always take CBD. Um, my favorite CBD company that I work with, Thought Cloud, is having a buy one, get one CBD sale. You can literally buy one, get one free of pretty much everything. Tinctures. Um, they have their smokables. They have CBD joints. The CBD joints that you guys always see me smoking on Instagram. You can buy them. Buy one, get one free. And you can also use my discount code, Gypsy Love Flow, and that will give you an extra discount off of the buy one, get one free sale. So right now is probably the best time to stock up on all of your CBD, especially if you're suffering with anxiety, depression, insomnia, all these things. Um, CBD can be an extra tool in your toolbox of healing. Today, I've already taken a few... um, doses of CBD tincture really, really helps me. And then every night I usually smoke a little bit of a CBD joint and it's been really helping me just ease my nerves, ease my anxiety, and it's a ritual. So it can really be a healing kind of practice and ritual to incorporate into your life. So this sale is going to be happening for, I I think, a few days. So get over there, Thought Cloud. You can follow them on Instagram. Everything's buy one, get one free. Use code GYPSYLOVEFLOW for an extra discount, even if it's a sale item, even if it's a BOGO. Um, Yeah, and we will talk soon. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, email, whatever. And we'll chat soon. Bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.